Hello and welcome to a special Project Bijou edition of the Data Protection Tea Break podcast. Project Bijou is a social initiative we launched in the Bailiwick of Guernsey in May 2021. With the project, we're encouraging everyone to share stories, knowledge and experiences relating to ethical data use in a way that benefits everyone. The project aims to support and nurture positive cultural change around how people and organisations treat personal data. We hope to engage people on a cultural level, a level that goes beyond law. In this episode, we're hearing from Richard Hanrahan, CEO of Agilisys Guernsey, who we've invited to the podcast as part of Project Bijou. We sent Richard a series of questions about what role Agilisys plays in the States of Guernsey's digital transformation project, how it's going to change the delivery of public service and how to look after people's data along the way. So let's hand over to Richard, who's going to talk us through the importance of building a data-centric culture. Hi, my name is Richard Hanrahan and I am the Chief Executive Officer of Agilisys Guernsey. What is the digital vision for the States of Guernsey? Well, the States of Guernsey is committed to investing in technology to transform the community. Uh, Smart Guernsey is the latest of a series of initiatives uh, of projects linked to public service reform, which is a 10-year programme to transform the organisation, the management and delivery of services. For Agilisys, this involves proportionate deployment of technology that will either help to materially uh, reduce cost, significantly improve user experience, and ideally both. Um, We try to operate in the space where the customer, technology and data all intersect. So in terms of culturally and legally attuning ourselves, to data legislation in terms of getting this right. This is where the rubber hits the road for me. Uh, It starts with culture, everything starts with culture and Project Bijou is a great initiative because it invites the community, individuals, organisations to all think about data differently. Society generally doesn't value its data, uh, data security or data privacy until something goes wrong. And it's at that point that we blame the regulator, the organisation, the government, the fraudsters, anyone but ourselves as individuals. And I think sometimes we should be angry with those organisations, but it's not enough to be angry. We need to look deeper at our own behaviours. If we consider some scenarios, if I walk into a bar, throw my wallet on the table and go to the toilet, I shouldn't be surprised if I return and find my wallet gone. I can be angry at the person who took it, I can be angry at the people around the table for not noticing, and I can be angry at the bar owner for not having CCTV. But if I hadn't chucked my wallet on the table and walked off, I wouldn't have experienced the loss and I wouldn't have suffered the problem. Now, if I want to put my credit card behind the bar to run a tab and the business does not have a process for safeguarding my card and ensuring that only uh, only I buy drinks on the card, then I have a different set of choices to consider. Do I trust this bar enough to leave my card behind the bar? Do I accept the risk? Will I be accountable if something goes wrong or will the bar owner? Is the convenience worth more than the risk? And yet again, a different set of circumstances to consider emerge if they assure me they have a process, but then something does actually go wrong. And if we substitute the wallet for data, and the bar for any organisation you transact with and consider how much you know about the organisation, their ability to keep your data safe, 
how secure their systems and their processes are, and then consider the risk you're willing to take, you have a greater understanding of the kind of questions we should be asking ourselves before we hand over our personal data. You can't separate uh, culture and strategy. So the data strategy of a business, a government or a society, it has to be in tune with culture and that's why Bijou is so valuable. We have a chance to build a data-centric culture around the deployment of new technology and the adoption of technology and new ways of working. So what does that mean for each of us and for government in terms of our approach to data privacy and information security? Well, technology is advancing faster than legislation and regulation. So all of us have to take a degree of responsibility for data awareness. We can't just rely on regulation and the regulator or organisations to keep us safe. So as a designer and a provider of services, we mustn't design something because we can, we should design it because it will bring about benefit for the end user. We need to be data aware and we need to ask questions. We need to, as consumers and users, and as the law calls us data subjects, to be aware of the spectrum of behaviours that we're exposed to. At one end of the spectrum, we have an organisation like IKEA, who have been leading the way on this in, its, in the development of its consumer app. They've implemented data ethics into all of their design stages and at everything they do, they ask whether they should retain the data entered by the customer. You compare this to Facebook, who collect off Facebook data continually and track your every move across the internet. And even if you disable the ability to link that data to your account, still capture it for their own use. And you see the spectrum of behaviours that exist on the other side of the screens through which we interact. That's one of the reasons we need to be so aware of who we're talking to, who we're engaging with, and what they're actually going to do with our data. So what do we need to do in order to get this right across the island? Well, I think we need to think about this culturally. Um, what leaders attend to, uh, what they measure, what they reward, what they control, is what people focus on. So in this case, if we assume that the data commissioner is the leader, then what the data commissioner pays attention to is what organisations and consumers will pay attention to. So this conversation, this cultural awareness is a great start point. If data is only discussed when something goes wrong, then the view of data regulation by organisations will be uh, one of trying to catch them out, an authority to be outwitted or to be outrun, and consumers will assume that the data commissioner will take all of the responsibility for keeping them safe. And creating the right sort of culture means talking about, thinking about and tracking the careful use of personal data. Discussing, debating and deciding, I suppose, how to use personal data for the benefit of the owner which is the islander, um, and that will result in less incidents of misuse and it will also result in less mistakes. 
And data incidents are embarrassing at any time for any organisation, but in a small community, they can be even more embarrassing for any person whose data is mishandled. So I think leaders need to take an interest in the policies and procedures that surround data control and processing. And then I think from an organisational design and structure perspective, we need to be designing insecurity for personal data right from the beginning. I think as consumers, we all have a responsibility to think about the organisations we allow to register us, everybody's desire to register us for an account or to hold our personal data. We need to think about the sensitivity of the data we're sharing um, and we or storing. And we need to think about what the appropriate level of security is. Would we expect to see two-factor authentication? It can be slightly annoying when you've entered your password and you have to wait for a text message to be sent to your registered mobile phone. But it is an important layer of security that can give you a greater degree of assurance. And if you are storing personal sensitive data, is very sensible. Are there two levels of password authentication in the event that two-factor authentication isn't required? Do you need to... Access, uh, provide an account number after you've, or a PIN after you've entered your password. These are sensible additional checks that exist to help keep our data safe. And we should look for them in organizations that we are trusting to store our data, including the states of Guernsey. I think in terms of organizational design, we also need to think about the policies we put in place to enable data sharing. It's very easy to always look at this from a risk perspective. How do we lock down access? How do we make it more and more difficult for anyone to access data? But then we're thinking about the organization. We're not thinking about the end user, of the data subject, the person who shared their personal data. If we want them to have a good user experience, which is secure, and safe, then having to tell three or four different government departments about a change of circumstances is an unreasonable expectation to place upon a customer. It increases a demand on their time. It's inefficient in terms of processing. And I think we need to think carefully about the way that we design those policies and procedures to enable departments to share data within the same organisation in order that we can provide the type of experience that people are asking for and challenging us to provide. And into the future? I think into the future, the challenges we have to start to wrestle with are going to be how we consider the management of personal data in terms of greater use of artificial intelligence and predictive analytics. I think as healthcare providers, for example, make advances in their ability to predict health outcomes, do we want them sharing that information with uh, other specialists, with insurance companies, with governments to plan for future care? Or do we not want to do that because we're scared of exclusion? Again, I think as we wrestle with the ethics of some of these questions, we'll be creating a culture where we discuss, where we debate, where we make decisions. Uh, and then as individuals, we'll be able to make better decisions about whether we throw our wallet on the table, place it behind the bar, or even just walk by. Thank you to Richard for that insight into the role of culture and why we all need to care about how our data is treated. And thank you for listening to this special edition of the podcast. There are lots of other episodes you can explore via odpa.gg forward slash podcasts. And if you're interested in finding out more about Project Bijou, head over to odpa.gg forward slash Bijou. Goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.